earlier I mentioned that I was speaking to the younger me. I quite literally, oftentimes, as I'm writing affirmations um, today, I will envision younger Khadija. And I'm looking at her and, you know, she's talented. She has all these different skills. She knows how to sew. She knows how to draw. She knows how to paint. She's just a creative little girl. But for whatever reason, she feels like art is not accepted. That's not an acceptable um, job title, right? So she kept putting those urges, she kept decreasing them. She kept trying to put them away or pack them away in her back pocket. It's like, this is just a hobby type deal. Never really truly believing deep down she can go for this thing. Like she could be an art, like that is a job title, artist, you know? Um, Never really believe in that. And so I speak to her and I look at her now from my now vantage point and I'm like girl you can you totally can you are listening to unapologetically mommyhood where we talk the real behind the scenes of mommyhood and business through the eyes and experiences of other moms in business first we are moms yes but we are also women bosses and humans here we support moms on being confident authentic, and most of all, unapologetic to who they are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Our identity isn't tied to just being a mom because we are so much more. Welcome to the mommyhood. This episode is brought to you by Melanated Summits and the Melanated Self-Love Series. Providing a safe, judgment-free zone for women of color to gather with like-minded women to provide and support each other in increasing our self-love. We all may love ourselves, but we can always love ourselves more. Take some time and embrace you. Check in for self-care by going to www.melanatedloveseries.com. Check out the series and the amazing facilitators who are bringing some phenomenal sessions. Go to www.melanatedloveseries.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unapologetically Mommyhood, where we talk mommyhood and business unapologetically while embracing who you are as not just a mom, but as a human, because mommyhood is real. It's not all the giggles and cuddles you see all over the internet. Sometimes that ish hits the fan, and sometimes we mean literally. And we have our breakdown ugly cries too. So again, welcome to the mommyhood. Today... We are going to be talking on the topic of self-love and affirmations for not just your personal life, but for also for your business. And we're going to touch a little bit on design too, because sometimes we get discouraged when things are not going as we want it in our homes and businesses because of that push and pull, you know, that tug that's happening all the time of, am I spending enough time taking care of home? And my business is not getting enough attention or am I always doing business? And then I'm a terrible mom because I'm always doing business. You know, that mommy guilt, how it clicks, it creeps in. So today we have with us writer and designer, writer and designer, (laughs) Khadija of 27th and Rose and the Coco Love podcast. And she provides affirmations for courage, confidence, and self-love. 
but she also defines, designs, and refines brands' aesthetics for business owners. So we're so happy to have her. Why don't you welcome Khadija? Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I'm super excited to be here. I am excited that you're here too, because I am constantly on your page, like, look at my watching your videos. I love when I hear your voice as the um, affirmation is coming towards me. I like listening to your voice. It's so calming and amazing. And then on fan base as well, you know, um, seeing your post as well. Like I'm, I was loving it. I just fell in love with it. And I was like, I gotta have her on the podcast to talk about affirmations and how to do it in design. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Yes. Glad so to be here. the first thing that I have to always ask, and I do this with everybody, I need to know why self-love affirmations, why design? It seems like it's two different areas. You know what I mean? And what's the story? Like, how did you get started on doing that? So we'll start with the affirmations. Um, affirmate. So I think that affirmations are really important. First of all, let me just put that out there. Affirmations are extremely important. Um, they're hugely impactful and very, very powerful um, in terms of self-talk. Mm. Now, the reason I bring up self-talk is because on one hand, I remember being optimistic when I was younger, but I, I didn't always write it down. And I didn't always speak it out loud. Um, if I was talking to someone else, like if someone else was going through something and they were, you know, just down and out, then I would share a little bit of optimism. And that kind of was the only time I would say it out loud. Um, but outside of that, I would kind of be really hard on myself and I struggled a lot with self-doubt, with um, low self-esteem, things like that. And so I also looked around and saw myself in a space and place where I didn't really know who I was. I didn't really know, like, Am I supposed to be here right now? I feel like I should be somewhere else right now. Do I want to be in this place 10 years from now? What do I want my future to look like? What type of life do I really want to live? Because prior to me reaching this point, which which was what, 2020, I reached this, this, this I guess I had this revelation or this epiphany, I guess I would call it, um, in 2020, when all of this stuff started happening for me, where I launched my business and like all of these started writing the affirmations, all of the things. Um, and I just didn't want to be in the same place that I was in currently again, the following year and the following year and 10 years from then. And whenever I'm on my deathbed, like I don't want to be looking around and I'm in the same exact place that I was in. And so I decided to change it. That was, I made a decision. I made a decision and I'm like, yeah, I don't agree with how I feel right now. And I definitely feel there was something on the inside of me that was like, 
girl, you are supposed to be somewhere else. This is not the life that I envision for you. You're not living your greatest life right now. And you need to figure out how you're going to get there. So part of that journey on how I got there was self-care, which eventually turned into self-love. And a huge part of that was me beginning to proclaim and feed myself more of the truth of who I really am, what I really am capable of, and me to not get in my way anymore, right? Of course, not letting other people get in my way, but sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. Like I said, self-doubt, um, low self-esteem, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, things like that. Those can kind of be like inner conversations within your own mind. And I know that they were for me. So yeah, the affirmations in a way came naturally because I already was a, an optimistic person. Um, and so I just started to, it was that point at which when I envisioned my future and realizing that it's completely different from where I was at that moment, I was like, oh, you got to do something about this. And it was, it was kind of like a natural response for me to begin looking myself in the eye and encouraging myself. Cause you know, I would think about the younger me. I love that. And I like what you said that you were like naturally optimistic and you were telling everybody else, but you weren't like inwardly, like looking at the things like you didn't write it down. You didn't say it out loud, but you were optimistic. And I can relate with that because I was always like happy and optimistic outwardly, but inwardly, I think we all have those, those thoughts, you know, of I might be a confident person, but in my mind, I'm always doubting things. You know, I'm always thinking about the what ifs or what's going to happen. And I really believe seeing it all the time and every day when you're seeing the, the confidence, like visually, like written, that it keeps you moving versus when you just think it because you think it and that's powerful too. you know, meditation thought that's powerful. But when you keep seeing it, you're reminding yourself. And it's knocking out those negative thoughts because as you read it, it's positive. So I love what you said there. And I really believe that as a people, like we should really start writing it and putting it where we could see it versus just thinking it. And then the negative thoughts just chop that thought down because we have more negative thoughts than positive thoughts in a day. So it just exactly right off. So I love this and I'm so excited because I feel like, especially at, with the moms and mom business owners, people are always trying to make you choose. You know, you don't hear them making dads choose like, oh, you got to choose your kids or you got to choose business. But they're always making the moms kind of choose. And I don't believe in that. I believe that you can do both. Like you can absolutely be a mom and you can absolutely be a, a bomb business owner and have an amazing business and not have to put more into one than the other, um, you know, and sure. I feel like with the affirmations, it'll definitely help, you know, be, being able to use the affirmations in your home, but also use them in your business as well, because there's nothing that says yes. I can only use affirmations for my personal journey. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like um, starting with the personal journey, because it really starts with you as the person, even when you're doing business, if you, the person are not taking care of yourself, you're not feeling the self-love, then your business is going to suffer anyway. 
Oh my gosh, like yes. <laughs> totally, 100%, 1000%. Um I quite literally don't believe that I would even be an entrepreneur if I had not had those moments of self-care and self-love and feeding into myself mm-hmm. those affirmations, right? It even though for me it was happening kind of simultaneously, the affirmations and the self-care definitely started first. Um and it was later in the year in 2020 when I started to do more business related things. Um, So yeah, I guess I would say affirmation. So earlier I mentioned that I was speaking to the younger me. I quite literally oftentimes as I'm writing affirmations um, today, I will envision younger Khadijah And I'm looking at her and, you know, she's talented. She has all these different skills. She knows how to sew. She knows how to draw. She knows how to paint. She's just a creative little girl. But for whatever reason, she feels like art is not accepted. That's not an acceptable um, job title, right? So she kept putting those urges, she kept decreasing them. She kept trying to put them away or pack them away in her back pocket. It's like, this is just a hobby type deal. Never really truly believing deep down, she can go for this thing. Like she could be an art, like that is a job title, artist, you know? Um, Never really believe in that. And so I speak to her and I look at her now from my now vantage point and I'm like girl you can you totally can and that is definitely correlating with the affirmations courage confidence and self-love be courageous enough be brave enough to do your art anyway whatever it is that you're inspired by like there's you'll see It's not paintings yet, but um, blank canvases behind me. I was inspired. I was looking at this plant right here behind me, and I want to try to recreate that plant. I want to try to paint those that plant, but have them like really big. That way, it looks like it's three plants on that wall. Um, I was inspired, so I went to the store and I just bought the stuff. Like I'm gonna do it one of these days. Like I'm gonna paint the painting, and like you guys are gonna be able to see it on social media. So I'm going to be brave enough and I want to be confident enough as well. Like I feel as though once I do, this is for me, once I take a few baby steps, I just keep gaining a little bit more confidence, just a little bit more, just a little bit more, you know, like, Oh, I'm gonna try this. Oh, that was cool. You know, that was cool. Oh, let's try it again. Oh, that was really cool. Okay, well, let's throw in a little splash of something else. And I truly believe that by taking action, you gain more confidence. Just act on it. So the courage and confidence really kind of go hand in hand. And then the self-love. If you're doing the things that are on your heart, I mean... That's (laughs) self-love. Like you're not ignoring yourself. You're not shunning yourself. You're not putting yourself into a box. You're allowing yourself to be fully 
present in who you are, in your authentic, in your transparency. Um, you're just allowing yourself to show up for yourself. Um, and I think that's a beautiful thing. And both of those, you know, affirmations can come from those things that help you to become more courageous, more confident, and more self-loving. But the the product of doing those things shows up in a way of you be you have now become that artist. You have now become that designer, right? So that's having, that's moving into that job space. That's moving into that entrepreneurial space because you just, you encouraged yourself. Yeah. Uh, when you were just saying that and thinking about, you know, the baby steps, right? Like you always should start small. Like people believe that if you don't start big, you don't do it big, it's not perfect, that they're going to be judged or that someone else is going to like say something, but you're your biggest critic. So whatever you think that they're mm -hmm. thinking, I promise you they're not because when they see something good that you did, they're like, Oh, this is amazing. Even though you're thinking like, that's amazing. Wait a minute. But I didn't do this and this and this and this, they don't know what you didn't do. Only, you know what you didn't do. Exactly. And taking, <laughs> taking those baby steps and you getting that little bit of confidence and encouragement every time that, you complete something. And I was um, looking at looking at it, but when I was thinking about the happy hormones, right? That's what mm -hmm. you get every time you do something and you create that pleasurable moment in your memory and in your mind and your body, you feel yeah. good, right? The dopamine, right? So you're like, mm -hmm. okay, that felt good. And then you want some more, right? And I say, get mm -hmm. addicted to the happy hormones. Like keep doing those things that are causing that um, sensation of, that felt good. Now let me do it again so that you don't, you yeah. know, get stuck in the spiral of, okay, I'm not doing enough. So I love that you said, take the baby steps because that's what everyone should do. You don't have to jump in head first, feet first. You can just dip the toe in and go from there. So I love that. Um, yeah. <laughs> when you, uh, when you decided to do your affirmations, what was like the one thing that helped you begin to say, okay, I'm going to write this down. It's in a positive form and mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, read it or remind myself or look like what, what was that one thing that helped you to make sure that what you were writing was what you needed? Um, okay. I want to make sure I understand the, the question. So are you asking what what kind of like led me to yeah what what right start writing them down when you started to write them down what was the one thing that allowed you to say um okay i need this thing so i'm going to write that and i'm going to remind myself that this is what i need gotcha 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 so for me it's Writing from a space, I heard somebody say this, whatever you do, do it with conviction. Mm. And so when I'm, when I'm sitting down at my table, typically it's this table, when I'm sitting down at my table and I'm like, okay, I need to write affirmations. I think about what I have gone through. It could be something that I went through 
last year. It could be something that I went through 10 years ago. It could be something I went through this morning. But I think about issues that I grapple with Mm. and typically it's related to courage, confidence, and self-love. And I know that because I know that I struggle with self-doubt and self low self-esteem. Mm. And so I know that I need to do my best to be in my own corner. You know, if, if you're a person who doesn't feel like maybe, maybe you feel like your family just doesn't get you. Maybe you feel like, um, your, your friends, your friend circle, whether you have a large friend circle or a very tight knit friend circle, maybe you feel like, yeah, they're cool and all, and I love them and everything and they love me and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, when I go to talk, talk to them about this one thing that I find that I'm like passionate about, they never really get it. Like they never really are kind of like supporting me and really helping me to embrace that part of myself. If you're lacking that, you got to find it. If you want to be an entrepreneur, stay an entrepreneur and you want your business to be successful. You have to, and aside from being an entrepreneur, be a healthy, happy person, creating this healthy, happy space for yourself to thrive in, Mm. in this thing called life, in this journey called life. I don't want to continue going through life feeling sad or down about something that I really care about. I want to feel encouraged. Mm. And that's what I mean by, I just made the decision. I was just was like, I really like drawing and experimenting and painting and just experimenting with different ways of creating. Mm. So I just told myself like, why did you first of all ask questions why did you stop you know figuring out what are your own roadblocks that's probably that's that's gonna be my that's my answer to the question asking myself questions was the thing that led me to figure out what to write i have to ask myself questions what is bothering you what did you struggle with why did it bother you? How are how have you or how do you plan to overcome that thing? What is the polar opposite of that thing? What would I prefer to have had versus what I did receive? And it's kind of from that space that I write. Um, but it does, it all ties into I'm writing with a sense of conviction. I like that. And I like that you gave examples of the questions to ask yourself, because that part is really important, too. Because if you're going to write out your affirmation, you need to know why you're writing it. You need to know what you're trying to accomplish and you need to know where you are. And I think that a lot of people, even the most confident of people, struggle with self-doubt because it's natural, like it's a natural human thing to doubt anything that you're going to do like you might still do it like if you're a person who like so for me I was at a point where I would constantly say okay I don't know if that's gonna work and I would never 
like do it right away. It would take me a long time to do it because I didn't know what was going to happen. And I was a person like I always wanted to control the outcomes, right? <laughs> but sometimes you mm -hmm. just can't control the outcomes. So then I would think, well, I don't know if that's going to work. Or I don't know what's going to happen. And I wouldn't do it. And then I got to a point where I was just like, I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to try everything. I'm just going to try it, see if it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's the worst that can happen, you know? And I feel yeah. like we all procrastinate or we get held back or something because of that self-doubt and the self, the negative self-talk that you don't do on purpose. It's literally natural. <laughs> it just happens. And it's like people yeah. are sitting in your head. The people are you, but they're sitting in your head telling you all the bad <laughs> things and all the negative things that could happen. But you need that other person there. You know how they have like the yeah. angel on one shoulder, the devil on the other shoulder. You need that other person on the other side telling you all the good things yeah. you do and pointing out that you did a good job today. Like that one thing went wrong, but look at all the things that went right. You know, because yeah. like you get hung up on that one one thing that went wrong, but you did 10 things right. And you're I totally agree. <laughs> I completely, completely agree. Like you have to, that's part of that decision that I made is in going back into your analogy, the two people sitting on your shoulder and an shoulder, an angel or a little devil. It's like, okay, well, if you have this, if you know that you have this little devil over here, you have a decision because you got two shoulders. You don't just have one shoulder, like you do have two shoulders. So you can make a decision here. You can choose to continue to listen to this one, right? Or you can also choose to find somebody to help be in your corner. You can't find nobody to help be in your corner. Guess what? You could try to be in your own corner, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. make that decision to try to figure out, okay, what what is it that I need to do or that I could possibly do to start being in my own corner. Um, and yeah, that's where I feel like experimenting with different different ways to go about your self-care routine, that's where that totally comes in. Um, and I think affirmations uh, should be a part of that. It's a part of my self-care routine personally. Okay, so as we're adding self-care, I mean, adding affirmations into your self-care routine, because she said, do it, just do it, you guys. Just add it in, just do it. Like when you hear somebody say something, and it can help your life. Just try it. Like, just, you know, like you're like, oh, that's not for me. But how do you know if it's for you if you don't try it? Like you might enjoy it. There's a lot of things that I thought weren't for me. And then when I started doing it, I was like, this has made my life just a little bit easier. So as, <laughs> as they're adding the affirmations into their self-care routine, what are um, some some easy digestible ways they could get started with writing affirmations like take us through a, a process what's your process hey so i'm interrupting this video to tell you about this really amazing community where moms are supporting moms in a really genuine way to be a support system in not only your only your life but in both your home and in your business what's better than being with a group of like-minded women who really care about you and your success we're talking personal development, business development, co-working, networking, and just support where we meet you, where you are, we get, and we got you. Check out the Thrive After Nine tribe at www.thriveafternine.com. Now back to the episode. So my process is to make sure that I have some cute... <laughs> <laughs> 
make sure that I have some cute things to write on. Okay, that, that's, <laughs> so, that's important. <laughs> very important, okay. Um, sometimes I write in this book right here. Um, I think it's cute. Um, I also... I also have this book okay. that I write things in. It's super cute. Um, so that some of those things that encourages me. I in the future I plan on uh, possibly just writing on craft paper and seeing how I like that. Okay. Um, figure out you know what your favorite medium is. Your favorite pen, pencil. I write with um, with this fine ultra fine point pen most times but I also will write with a brush pen. Oh, wait, y'all can't really see that. This is a brush pen. Mm -hmm. um, so that's step one. Okay. <laughs> like, if you're going to write affirmations down, what are you going to write them on? And what are you going to write them with? Okay. Make it be tools that you absolutely love. You are like, oh, there's my favorite book or there's my favorite notebook or there's my favorite pen. You're excited to use these tools. That okay. personally helps me. Okay. I I mm -hmm. believe you because you, you lit up when you lifted those different <laughs> books up, you know, that they were your favorite, you lit up. And I feel the same way. Like it needs to be something that makes you happy, you know, like you're excited to do it. You know what I mean? So I agree. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I would say step two is, going into that thought process, going into that questioning yourself scenario. Okay, what are you even about to write on this paper? You want to write an affirmation, but what type of affirmation do you want to write? And you can get a general jump start by, you know, doing a Google search on affirmations. Um, but there's going to be tons of affirmations out there. There's You could write an affirmation about anything. You could write an affirmation about money. You could write an affirmation about love. You could write an affirmation about toes if you wanted to. Like You can write an affirmation about hair, anything, literally anything. Yeah. So the question is going to be what thing, what uh, category do you need to be writing affirmations about? For me, I knew over time, I, I eventually learned that it was courage, confidence, and bleeding into what I need for myself is to love myself a little bit more. I need to be showing myself a little bit more love along this journey called life. Um, so that's how I came to that conclusion for myself. So what did we say? Step one was get your tools together. Step two is... Um, start questioning yourself, like what genre, what category of an affirmation do you need is going to help you the most. And if you need help figuring it out, like I said, do a quick Google search. It'll give you lots of places to start. Um, and you know what? If you need help trying to figure it out, maybe print out some of those things and start circling the ones that really speak to you. And then eliminate all the other ones. Maybe write all of the ones that, that spoke to you initially down on a piece of paper and start to try to figure out, are these kind of grouped together in some sort of way? Are these kind of similar, right? That could help you figure out what category or genre um, could be most affecting you, affecting your mental and emotional wellness. Um, that could be very helpful. So then... Once you figure out 
what category you need to work on, it's time to start asking yourself some deeper questions. Think about how this has impacted your life. Let's, 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 let's take an example, an example that I've already mentioned earlier. So courage. I didn't, or courage and confidence, really. I didn't feel as though art would be able to give me the type of lifestyle that I would like to live. I didn't feel that way as a young, as a teenager. I didn't feel like me going into art in any sort of capacity would be able to give me a lifestyle like what I currently live or better. And so for me, it was like, we just going to scratch that off the list. That's not even a real job around these parts. We just going to scratch that off the list. So I know that that affects me. That one thing affects me. How can I write an affirmation about that? Okay. We're going to do it right now. Um, let's see. I'm thinking, I'm asking myself, why, why did I feel that I could not be an artist. Well, I felt that way because um, I remember, I recall hearing other people in my life say things such as, oh, you know, artists, they be starving. Or, you know, I've heard that phrase of starving artists. Well, I know that I want to live a certain type of lifestyle. I know that I don't want to be hoboing it around here, okay? And so I'm thinking about the things, what do I need to do to be able to live the type of lifestyle that I want to live? Maybe I need to become an engineer. Maybe I need to become an architect. Maybe I need to do something that has nothing to do with art. Something in the STEM STEM-related career fields. What does that stand for? Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, I believe is what it STEM stands for. That's what I grew up believing. So one belief leads to another belief. The first belief, which was pretty debilitating, kind of, right? Um, a lack of belief in myself. I don't believe I can be an artist. I don't believe that this would work for me as a way of life, as a job and be a valid job that would pay me dividends, <laughs> profits, right? Which means, what do I believe in? I do believe that I would be able to make, that, that I would be able to sustain life in a way that I would enjoy if I did something completely differently. Well, now, how does that make me feel? That makes me feel extremely sad. Why does it make me feel extremely sad? Because I really believe that I would enjoy being an artist. Being an artist is something that I find myself doing over and over and over again, time and time again throughout life as I live life. I always come back to art, always. Example A is over here behind me with these 
with these uh, boards behind me, me getting inspired by this plant and wanting to paint some plants. So let's write this affirmation. The affirmation is going to be, I am, let's see here. I'm going to write it in brush pen so y'all will be able to see it after I'm done writing it. Um, do I need to get my other notebook? Here, I have my other notebook. So this, this particular brush pen can bleed if you don't use it on the right paper. So here we go. I am enough. My skills are enough. I can and I will become the person I feel led to become. Okay, I ran out of space, but I wrote it. <laughs> it's looking real jank, but you know, it's all right. I am enough. My skills are enough. I can and will become the person I feel led to become. Now, if you're reading this affirmation and you didn't hear any of the backstory that I just gave, would this affirmation speak to you? I don't know. But what I can say is it speaks to me because I know my struggle and what I'm going through. I am enough. My skills are enough. This talent that I have that's that's on the inside of me, the these these skills that I that I'm developing by continually creating over and over and over again, they are enough. I was given this for a reason. And I can and I will become the person I feel led to become. I already told y'all, I just keep coming back to art some type of way. In some way, shape, or form, I feel led to become an artist, and that is completely okay, and it will be enough for me to sustain life, to become a mother, to have kids, to do all the things. It is enough. I am enough exactly as I am, period. There's a period right there. You, person looking at me right now, you are enough exactly as you are. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have to work on yourself, right? Because we all 
want to be better. That's why you're listening to this podcast. But you are enough exactly as you are right now. But in order for you to get to a space and place where you truly believe that, you got to start to analyze yourself and tell yourself the truth about who you are, what you're capable of, why you're possibly here on this earth, what your possible purpose is. Don't keep shunning yourself into some closet, putting yourself into a pocket somewhere. For what? Accept yourself. Be who you are. You can do this. Period. Period. All right. That's period. how I write affirmations. <laughs> period. That's how I write. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because she said, she said, period. You are enough. Right. So I love this. And I love that you talked about going back to art, going back to that thing that makes you happy right because i feel like a lot of people are always doing the stuff that don't make them happy because their content is what they know is secure right because you talked a little bit about people saying starving artists when there are artists out here that make millions of dollars but they always revert back like art is not a job art is not this art is not that because you're not clocking that dollar right you're not saying Mm -hmm. you're not Uh, going to work because you mentioned STEM, you know, which we definitely need in this world, but that's what everybody tells you. They tell you, tell you to go into science, tech, engineering, mathematics, be a lawyer, (laughs) be um, a doctor, uh, doctor, be uh, in corporate, right? High earning, Mm -hmm. but they never say, Oh, go be a musician, go paint, (laughs) You know, the stuff that makes you happy. So you're automatically programmed to go do these other things. And mm-hmm. it's a high, highly competitive, too. And you get stressed out because yeah. you're doing something you don't want to do, for one. And then you're doing something where you're always competing. Not with just other people, but you're always competing with yourself. Instead of doing that thing you're really amazing at and that makes you happy. And then it doesn't feel like a competition anymore. Because you're doing something that really makes you happy and it feels really good to you so I love that so if there are any mom entrepreneurs on here and what you do is art you can absolutely do art and you can absolutely make a living and live how you want to not just make enough to get by you can absolutely do it and um, be able to sustain a household with doing art because it's something you love and you'll go hard at it anyway so as Mm -hmm. Khadijah kept saying that she keeps going back to art. So we're going to shift just a little bit. We're going to still be on affirmations, but we're going to talk about the design side because she also helps you define design and refine your brand aesthetics. So why wouldn't you want to have some pretty affirmations so that when you look at it, it makes you happy. (laughs) And her pages are amazing. I'm telling you, you look at it and it looks nice. So it's not just somebody posting on a template of an affirmation which is fine that's a good place to get started but she makes it visually appealing too so that when you see the affirmation it makes you feel good by not just the words but by the visual because that's important so can you talk a little bit about um as we're shifting the conference just talk a little bit about design and um the importance of design design is ultra important. (laughs) Um, How can I 
So design in general is important because it helps set moods. It helps set vibes. Um, That's the biggest impact that it has for me. Um, And the best example I have of this is like if you've ever, a person you maybe know or maybe you don't know, um, and you have to go get in their car and their car is super junky, you're going to be looking at them sideways. (laughs) But if their car is like super clean, you're not like afraid to get in the car that like a rat is going to jump out or that you're going to sit on a, on a sandwich and squish it and all the mustard and mayonnaise or whatever is going to like be all over you. And you're not worried about any of that if the car is clean. Right. And so in a way that is a design presentation, right? This person cares about the, the, the aesthetic that they are presenting for themselves as well as for others. Um, and that just is what it is. That's, that's kind of how I think of design. And the same thing goes when you're talking about like someone's house. Most of us freak out when we about to have a guest. We frantically are like trying to clean up the house and all of this stuff, right? Well, you could think of that as design. If you care about having a warm, welcoming aesthetic, in your life, a a consistent, warm, welcoming aesthetic, you have an opportunity to build that. You can build that in your car. You can build that in your cubicle at work if you have that. You can build that in your living room if you you have a living room. You know, if you have a studio apartment, do what you can to make the place feel welcoming. Um, That's your choice. You don't have to live in a pigsty, if you will. Um, You don't have to live that way you can create a different vibe and mood in which you get to exist in on a daily basis. That doesn't mean it's going to be perfect every day. I'm not saying you're not going to ever have no dishes that you don't have to wash, right? But you can make it look presentable, right? You could make a point to throw the dishes into the dishwasher. That way the aesthetic of your kitchen is cleanliness, right? And that makes you feel a certain way, or at least it makes me feel a certain way. Let me put that there. Because we all have different design. Um, we all have different aspects that trigger us. Like people design things in different ways. You have grunge. Um, I don't know if y'all know what grunge is. Grunge is kind of like a, a, a nitty gritty type of design. Um, you have minimalist, which is kind of what I have going on over here. Um, there's different ways and styles of design, but that is how it impacts you, including in your brand and business. It's basically the same. How is your business showing up? What does it look like visually when other people see it? They're going to be looking at it and they're going to judge it in the same way that whoever person, friend, stranger from work, whatever person coming to visit your house, maybe for, I don't know, some type of dinner or something, coming to your house. And if you didn't clean up at all, they're going to be judging you. If you did clean up and you maintained the home and it looks very presentable, they're still going to judge you, but it's going to be in a positive light. Right. Um, And in some cases you might have a person who is very like down to earth and very understanding 
And even if your home isn't spick and span, they will have that knowledge and an understanding of like, especially mommyhood with the kids throwing toys all everywhere and you maybe have a dog and a cat and a whatever else. And so stuff might be just everywhere sometimes, right? Um, you might run into a person who's very understanding of that and they understand, you know, this is a very well put together place. You know, I understand there's a toy here, a toy there or whatever, but like this is a very well put together place, right? Um, it feels relatable for them, right? So it's the same thing with your home, i.e. your life and within your business and your brand. What way do you want to present yourself to the world visually? What aesthetic are you putting out there? Because you're, I have this on my website. I came to the realization a while back, approximately two years ago, that we are all communicating something. But are we communicating it intentionally? Mm. And what is it that we're communicating? Do we even know what it is that we're communicating? So design is a part of that equation. I love that. And when you say communicating intentionally, that that really stuck out because it's like, no matter what you're communicating, like you're either communicating intentionally, which is good, or in unintentionally where you're like, I don't know if it's good. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Because you yeah. don't really know. It's kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. So I love uh-huh. that. And when you talk about the, the brand aesthetics, um, And as it comes to like even affirmations where you're designing your affirmations because you, um, you design the background. So it's like, they're getting a background as you're presenting your affirmation. So what Mm -hmm. are some um, points or tips you can give for the brand aesthetics on how to decide, um, how you're going to present your brand? How to decide? Well, it kind of goes back into that authenticity piece that I was talking about earlier. Figuring out who you are and what you prefer, what you genuinely prefer. Because, you know, sometimes, sometimes we get influenced by other people. We might give somebody who really don't have much to do with our business so much leeway and weight to what they're saying to their words Mm -hmm. and it has an effect on us and our business and we start to implement those things and it could be polar opposite to who we are and how we want to run our business don't do that just do what you feel led to do what is in your heart what do you feel is best for you go if you need to go to a quiet place Go to a quiet place to take the time and figure that out. Um, I think that's very necessary and very important. It is. Um, When I uh, first started thinking about my brand and my aesthetics, I, I was doubting myself because it was really in your face. And I was like, people are gonna judge me because they're gonna think I'm doing too much. But as I started going, I kind of, you know, came into touch with coaches and different people where they was like, so just be you, you know what I mean? And then eventually I got okay with outwardly always just being me, no matter if people think it's too much or whatever. If they think it's too much, okay, cool. Then 
you don't have to deal with me but um it may be exactly be okay with <laughs> things being too much you per se because i don't think it's too much so <laughs> i just exactly you know, i just like things that make me feel happy and so the bright colors make me feel happy I like things to look a little different where it's not the same monotones and same things that I see all the time. I want it to stand out and I like it. Mm -hmm. So I do it. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I understand what you're yeah. saying. And when, and when they're talking, to, um, when we're talking about just, you know, brand aesthetics and them starting with authenticity and mm -hmm. that is super, super important for you to be authentic. So Believe me, if you're not authentic at the beginning, at some point, you're going to have to start over and change because it's going to get to a point where you were okay with it at first, but then now you don't feel <laughs> as okay with it. It's going to start weighing on you because you're consistently not being who you are. So that yeah. is super important. But when we're talking also about the brand aesthetics and visually what people see, um, <laughs> are you able to give a tip on um, maybe not a tool, maybe how to choose um, the right tool or how to decide if you should get someone else to help you design and how to find the right person or tool to get your brand aesthetics on the right track. Well, to that, I would say how, how, to, how to get on the right track of, of creating design yourself or finding the right person to help you um, get your brand aesthetics together. I would say, you might get tired of hearing me say this, but <laughs> um, remain making sure that you remain authentic to who you are. So ask yourself, do you have an artistic bone in your body? Okay. If you don't, you might need to go hire somebody. Okay. Just off rip, you already know what the deal is. Okay, go to Fiverr, go to Upwork. There's places, okay? Come to me if you would like, whatever. I was going to just say that. Um, she, I was like, she didn't mention herself. Make go to Khadija. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you can come to me. But then that kind of leads me into my second point. It's, or rather, it's my second point, but it's like a second level of that authenticity. Get a feel for people. Like, you know who you are. Scope out people and figure out if you are able to even work with that person before you start giving them money. Right? So if you, you've been watching me on this podcast for however long we're here, we've been here now, and if you feel like you could connect with me and have a conversation with me. Sure. Let's move forward with working together because I'm also going to be assessing whether or not, whenever you contact me, I'm also going to be assessing, okay, can I work with this person? Because we're going to have to have conversations together. We're going to have to be able to communicate back and forth. We're going to have to do certain things, but that's the type of service that I'm offering. Mm -hmm. Every designer is now offering that level of a service. I want to work with my client with, my clients, right? Mm -hmm. On creating a brand identity or a brand design. You might have some people out here who are just like, make me a brand design. I want it to look like this and kind of say something like this. And then they'll just go off into the interwebs and do something and then throw something back at you. And you'd be like, oh, okay, thanks. 
and you might like it or you might not like it because they didn't really consult you, you know, (laughs) like you didn't have any deeper conversations. Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's different right? Yeah. That's just not how I want to do business. Um, there are other companies and agencies who do business similarly to how I do business, but you got to kind of know that about yourself. What type, what level of seriousness do you want to take this to? Mm-hmm. I guess is how I would describe it. Do you want to make sure that the essence of you and what you have to offer, what your brand story is and all that, do you want to make sure that that is infused into the brand that you're creating, the business that you're creating? Or do you just want somebody to do something for you real quick? Yeah, no. And I don't think either is wrong depending on what it is that you want and you need at the time you're at because you have to you know how we say, you know, meet someone where they're where they are. You have to meet yourself where you are too. If you're at a point where you like, I want to go on Fiverr or Upwork and have someone, you know, create something, or even the site that they have where you can um, have people, you know, you submit what you want and you can have a bunch of different people, you know, throw something mm-hmm. back at you and you decide. I can't think of the name of that site, but if you want to do something like that, cool. It's less mm-hmm. interaction. Um, they kind of have pre-built things that they kind of use. They have those type of ideas. Like you can get, you know, higher uh, quality and rates um, from Fiverr as well. But usually when you go to Fiverr, you're looking for something, you know, quick turnaround um, that you can use, you know, sooner. But if you want that more personable feel, like Khadijah was saying, you know, finding somebody that you um, understand that feels good to work with, that you mesh well, because when you're talking to somebody that you don't mesh with, that can mm-hmm. be like a very cumbersome project to just get yeah. something designed and it might not go the way you want and you, you're losing out on money. So I love that you said that. And mm-hmm. it kind of leads us into uh, the final segment where it's called a tool and a tip where I give them a tool for the day. And then our expert that's on gives them a final thought or tip. And so really quickly, I'm going to go ahead and give my tool for today. And because we're talking about affirmations, and I know I've given this tool before, but so what? (laughs) It's good for today. Um, No. So I really want you to um, do what Khadija said earlier. I want you to find you a journal, a notebook, some type of paper that you can write on that you enjoy that looks good to you that feels good to you i want you to find it and get it or get a couple so that you have something to write your affirmations in and then i want you to also get a pen marker whatever feels good in your hand and when you write it it looks um visually pleasing as well so that it feels good when you see it hell get up you can get a poster board you can get canvas whatever it is that you want that you can put up around your house or on your desk, or maybe you create a collage board that you can walk up to and just point something out and read it. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is that you need, I want you to get that. That's your tools for today. I need you to get something to write with. I need you to get something to write on that feels good and looks good to you so that you can begin on your affirmation journey. And if you're already on the journey, I wanted you to make sure you got your tools together and it's, um, pleasing and makes you happy because Khadija, you saw how she lit up 
when she pulled out her stuff because it feels good to her. And that's what it I does. want you to do as well. I want you to. And I'm not just telling you, I'm talking to me. I just bought me a couple of journals and I didn't open them. They still in the Amazon box from a couple weeks ago. So now I got to go open them. It's all right. It's because, all right. <laughs> because I'm telling you to do it and I can't do something, not do something. I'm telling you to do So I'm about to go open it and get it out. I bought me some pens and some markers because I had said I'm going to start doing this. And then I just never took it out to so go do that. And so now that you have your tool for today, we're going to go over to Khadija for your tip of the day. <laughs> I'm showing off my pens. I went to the store the other day and I got me a new set of pens. I'm really excited about that. And I was going to be upset too if I couldn't find the exact point that I wanted. Because yeah. uh, this one is, yeah, a V5 and this is a V5. I was at the store and the first one that I saw was a V7 and I was like, that's too thick. <laughs> So it matters um, to find the tools that you that you really enjoy. My tip. Okay, so I'm going to tell you my vision and then I'm going to tell you my tip. So my something that I really want for the world, um, for individuals across the world, but for the world as a whole, right? I want people to be able to explore themselves fully um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, explore themselves fully, um, accept themselves deeply, and embrace themselves lovingly every single day. That's what I would like to happen. But you can't do that if you are not honest with yourself. So I know I said this word a lot today, authenticity, but it really is huge. You have got to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like if you can't be honest with yourself, you're going to lie to everybody else. Like, because you don't know how to even tell the truth to yourself. So figure out how to tell the truth to yourself. Whatever it is, it could be something really small, it could be something really big, whatever it is, start that process of just being honest with yourself always. And you will, I believe that you will get to a space and place where you definitely will be exploring yourself deeply. Um, what is it? Loving yourself. No, I always get confused when I go to say the little thing. Oh, let me find it. It's on my website. Um I thought it was catchy, so that's why I named it the way I named it. <laughs> um, explore yourself deeply, accept yourself fully, and embrace yourself lovingly each day. You can't do those things if you're not being honest with yourself. It takes that level of authenticity first to get to that place. Um, so, yeah, you got this. I love it. Be honest with yourself. So this was really amazing. We learned a lot about affirmations. We learned about the brand aesthetics uh, um, and how to really get authentic, right? Like really just dig into yourself and be honest. So last thing that we need to do, because this is really important, we need you to tell people where they can find you out here. 
Okay, yes. Um, I'm on all the social media platforms at Khadija Imari. Um, that spelled, oh yeah, you can see it right here in the corner, but I'll still spell it. Um, all the social media platforms at Khadija Imari. That's K-A-H-D-I-J-A-I-M-A-R-I. And that is also my website, KhadijaImari.com. <laughs> um, you find everything there. And I want to just point out, you guys, not to forget about 27th and Rose because she has some nice things over there. <laughs> so, Thank you. <laughs> yes. And make sure that you follow Khadija. Khadija Amari um, is right there. I wanted to make sure it was big enough where you guys could see it. So it's right there. It'll also be a link down <laughs> in the description for you to just click on because I know sometimes we quick and we don't want to go type in nothing. So you can just click it. <laughs> and we'll also have a link for you to check out her shop and see everything she has to offer and believe her stuff is just amazing so i'm gonna make sure you have it all down in the link so today in the mommy hood we talked a little bit about personal a lot of bit about personal <laughs> and we talked a, a little about business and we did it unapologetically as we do every week i want to thank khadija again for coming on and i want you guys to return next week so come on back next week where we have another hot topic This episode is sponsored by Thrive After Nine, a community and support system for moms who are coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs supporting each other in a positive, safe, judgment-free zone of other like-minded women getting things done to thrive in your home and business. To find out more, go to www.thriveafternine.com.